0: Givers, anyone looking for an infusion of joy, you've come to the right place. My name is Deb McGregor. I'm your host for today. Today it's going to be all about serving. What does it mean to serve our families? What does it mean to serve our communities? Serve in the workplace. Serve God. I cannot think of a better person to come in and have this conversation with us than our special guest, Ebony Warren. Ebony, welcome to the show. Oh,
1: Deb, I am so excited and very happy to be back with you. It's been a while.
0: It has been. I was actually thinking it has it been like three or four years. It's close. COVID happened, and of course, we lost track of time. So Well, you're right. We did a phone one during COVID. Now, yes, it's coming back. We did. It's like when I'm not sitting right across from you, it feels different, right? It does
1: feel different. Because
0: you're just you have this glorious sunshine face. It's like you are on (laughs) fire for the Lord and on fire for life. And you have joy. Yes, joy, unspeakable, right? Yes, joy, unspeakable, joy, unstoppable. Yes, yes. My friend, what are we going to talk about today? We've got to talk about serving. And you have been serving all your life, actually, for the Lord. (laughs) Let's give people, I know a little bit about you. Let's give people at least a little synopsis before we get into what you are currently doing. And let's just keep weaving joy right into it. Keep joy. Well, the serving, I'll just weave right into it, too.
1: Yeah, so um, just, you know, a little bit about me. I am a mom. I'm a wife, you know, a mom with two boys. Um, I love just giving hope. Actually, I have a shirt on today that says you know, hope. Hope. <laughs> hope and joy. Um, so I like, you know, giving hope and infusing uh, my faith into everything that I do. Um, I believe that um, my faith and just scripture in and of itself should inform the way that I do life and how I experience um, just being with my family, um, in the workplace, um, working with uh, women that I mentor and all those different things. So that's kind of, you know, kind of where I am right now. Um, when we talked about coming and, you know, having the show, I said, well, gosh, it would be so amazing to talk about joy and serving. And then I kind of backtracked and I said, you know what, what do I really think about? When I think of joy and the very first thing that came to my mind was the fact that joy is something that's different than happiness and joy is something that can't be taken away based on circumstances, based on exterior things, you know, or external things that are happening in life is something that comes from the inside, something that, you know, God gives, you know, in Christ. So um, that's something that I really wanted to, you know, just bring up because I think it's important Uh, A lot of times people feel like, oh, I'm not happy because the situation is hard, but you can still have joy in those different, you know, things that you're facing.
0: Amen. I just want to, I just want to say, alleluia, praise the Lord. Yes, (laughs) yes, and yes, again. And one of the things you've probably heard me even talk about, like, joy is a way of being. Yes. We choose, even if we are down in the dumps, we can still choose to have joy in that. God never says we're not going to have sorrow. Exactly. But we can still have joy. We can still have joy. And it's kind of
1: the whole idea of, you know, the the storm is raging, you know, the waves are, you know, banging against the boat and Jesus is sleeping. (laughs) (laughs) Like, what is that about? right? (laughs) And it's kind of that whole idea of, you know, because you know who you are and because you know who you are and you know where your joy comes from. And that it's not something that's fleeting like an emotion of happiness or anger or sadness. You can rest assured that that can stay intact yeah. no matter what you're facing. Amen. So my mom used to say something um, as I you know, was growing up. She'd say, this joy I have, the world didn't give it to me and the world can't take it away. Mm. And I never forgot that. I often remind myself about that, especially in in challenging moments that we all face, if it's in motherhood, if it's in marriage, you know, whatever it is, I remind myself of that and it helps to kind of kind of keep going. So yeah, joy is something that I really rely on day to day. Amen. Yeah.
0: Day to day. Amen. And I love that you started as you were really digging into looking at serving, that you went right to joy. Because can we not say there's joy in serving and the serving is in the joy? Like it's all of the above, right? Yes. Yes.
1: Um, joy in serving is something that I think you kind of have to have to serve well. And when I think of uh, serving, there are a couple of things that come to mind. I think of, okay, I want to treat people like I want to be treated as I'm serving. You know, I think about, okay, well, I want to look out for the other person's interest even over my own interest sometimes. Um, that, that helps me to continue to want to, to serve. And then I also think about impact. So serving others will be lasting when it has impact attached to it. Mm-hmm. And when you can do that from a, from a joyful place, then you'll be able to see not just the impact that that serving has on the people who are served, but on the one who's doing the serving, mm. right? So um, when I think of joy and serving, I look at how can I find joy in serving my family, in serving my community, and in serving through
0: leadership. How can I do that? how How does that even look? Yeah, how does that look? <laughs> That's a million dollar question, and there's your book right there, right? <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, for me, honestly, Deb, this is the place that I.
1: Find myself in every day because I'm just like the average person who's out there who is facing challenges in life. You know, um, I have a mother who is dealing with um, brain cancer right now. So I am really having to dig deep and say, okay, how can I find joy in this situation as I help my parents walk through this from a distance? You know, they're 23 hours away. You know, how can I? So that's why I can say that I know that joy doesn't come from external things. Joy doesn't come from these fleeting feelings that we have, good or bad. It is something that is given as a gift. And from that place of having that joy, we can be able to serve. We can be able to give. We can be able to help. And that's some of the
0: things that I'm doing right now. Yeah. Amen. Amen. I love what you're bringing up here because one thing I know about you, you are so authentic. Ebony is Ebony is Ebony. When you meet you, you just know it's Ebony, right? Like there's no facade. There's no anything. You are who you are. And I believe it when you say that you are choosing joy in this, even amidst all these challenges. And that's just one thing. You've got multiple things going on in your life right now. And yet- you're choosing to be in this place of joy yeah. as you walk through it because you know that you've got God. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's the for
1: sure thing that you have. You know, um, that's the thing that keeps you, that is your anchor, and it keeps yes. you anchored. Yes. And for me, that's what I, I rely on. Um, and that does not mean that it is not hard. Right. And that doesn't mean that I don't have those moments where I'm like, pulling my hair out or I'm like, you know, on the floor, you know, crying or, you know, talking to God or talking to my husband or working through things and like, what is really happening right now? But at the end of the day, when you have joy and when you know that, you know, I'm, I'm doing my, my family a service, you know, when I give to them, even in sacrifice, when I am, when I am serving them, and it's difficult. I have a place that helps me to push through that, yeah. and in that place is joy.
0: Yeah, Amen. Let's let's talk a little bit about that serving of the family. I mean, we probably think of the normal things, right? Oh, we're going to make dinner for the family. We're going to clean our house, and yeah, and just kind of. <laughs> boy, I just lost my energy thinking about. <laughs> <laughs> However, for some people that is an immense joy place, right? For some of us, it's a service place, right? Talk to me a little bit about service to the family. What does that look like in your world?
1: Oh, gosh, man, I tell you, in my world, serving my family, um, it does mean the typical things that, you know, parents are doing, like feeding your children, you know, making sure they have the things that they need. It also means, okay, sacrificing my sleep sometimes um, because I'm having to get up and do additional things so that I can be prepared for the next day. I'm serving my family well also means that sometimes I've got to take a break. Sometimes I have to say, okay, honey, no, I cannot do that with you and your brother today, or this is going to have to wait because I'm spent and I, I need a moment. I can't serve them well if I don't take care of myself. And sometimes I will admit, both hands in the air I fail miserably at that you know everybody talks about self-care and that is very important but when you have a heart to serve and a heart to give you have to constantly remind yourself that hey 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 hey
0: slow down yeah yeah boundaries can be helpful yes at times right
1: yes boundaries are helpful um, for sure at times so it means going that that extra mile When you have your child who's interested in doing something like a sport, and you're like, okay, do I how does this work in the budget? You know, sports in school these nowadays are
0: it's expensive. They're a little different than it was when I was
1: in school. You know, and you're like, okay, maybe I can you know sacrifice a couple of these things so that you know we can do that. Um, And it also means, hey, serving them well is telling them no sometimes. Like, you know what, this would be awesome for you to do. However, it is not the time. And I would do you a disservice allowing you to move forward in this. So I can serve you well by saying, how, how else can I put something in that position to take up what you're, you're wanting to do yeah. or what you're asking me for? And that may mean that I have to step away from something for a season or for a moment to do that. But you get you get joy out of out of doing those things. Yeah.
0: And, and, okay. and, and isn't that sometimes the thing that the kids come back and say, you know, when you told me no to this, I'm actually glad you told me no. I wasn't at the age where I could probably see some of the same things you did. And that's where adulting comes in, right? Yes. Sometimes oh, and it's so hard sometimes. Uh but we obviously have lived life. We've got these experiences. And sometimes our kids just don't know what they don't know. The prefrontal cortex is not fully developed. Right, (laughs) right. And maybe it's not a good idea to go do (laughs) dot, 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 you know, where you and I are sitting there, Oh my gosh, Ebony, we've gotten off to such a great start and we've been talking a lot about joy. We've talked about serving families. We've got so much more to come because we've got to talk about serving communities and serving leadership. Yeah. But we're going to take a brief pause. Let's do that. Let's do that. But we don't want anybody to go anywhere because Ebony and I are not going anywhere. We're speaking with Ebony Warren. We're talking all about serving and joy. This is Deb McGregor. Live joy, share joy.
2: are made available through Arise Financial Group, a division of Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Realtors Noemi and Harry Aylesworth are happy to share they are now affiliated with Better Homes and Gardens Real Estate First Choice, serving all of your real estate needs in Bemidji, Bagley, Black Duck, Cass Lake, and surrounding communities. They are dedicated to finding you the home you deserve. Whether you're selling or buying property, they will serve you with honesty and integrity. You can expect a better real estate experience. Life takes you many places. Let Team Aylesworth, Noemi and Harry of Better Homes and Gardens Real Estate First Choice take you home.
0: This is Deb McGregor of Live Joy, Share Joy. Can you imagine getting a text right to your phone that is all about joy? Every Friday, I send out a joy note. This is a message of encouragement, contemplation, insight, and more. If you want to receive a joy note right to your phone, text the word joy to 218-248-6556. I look forward to sharing more joy with you on a weekly basis. Let's build a community of joy.
1: Nourishing Ways by Kelly Jo, personalized nutrition coaching designed to help women ditch dieting for good and cultivate confidence in themselves so they can nourish their bodies with the food they love without the stress and guilt. Hi, I'm Kelly Joe. I have over 20 years working as a registered dietitian, certified intuitive eating counselor. Let me help you live the joy-filled life you crave. Contact me today on Facebook at Nourishing Ways, that's W-E-I-G-H-S, or call me today at 218-368-4911.
0: This is Deb McGregor, LiveJoy, joy. We are speaking with Ebony Warren, and we're talking all about serving and joy and so many other amazing things. Ebony, welcome back to the show. Yes, thanks for having me. I'm so excited again to be in the studio. It's just we're having a great time, are we? Yeah, we are. <laughs> it's so good. So we talked about serving and families. Now let's talk a little bit about serving within our communities. Talk to me about what that looks like to you. Yeah,
1: so I was, as I was thinking about this um, and I was, you know, doing my devotional, I ran across a verse that really, I think, speaks to the importance of serving the community and serving others. Uh, it's Proverbs 11 and 25. Whoever brings blessing will be enriched, and one who waters will himself be watered. Mm. And for me, I just said, I started thinking, I said, well, Ebony, how are you watering people? How are you serving people and how are you doing that in your community? And serving people in my community looks like me. I'll tell you a quick little story to share. When we uh, first moved here, one of my mentors said, when you move and you get there, dig your roots deep. You don't know if you're going to be there for two years or 20 years, but get involved figure out how you can get to know people in the community, how you can become a part of the community. So the very first thing I did was, okay, my kids are going to elementary school. I need to plug into the elementary school. I reached out to teachers. How can I how can I help? I can help in the classroom. I can copy papers, whatever you need me to do. And of course, they were very welcoming and, and Seem to be kind of surprised as well <laughs> that I wanted to come into the classroom. Um, but being involved in community and serving community is okay. Do I have to go in to help my children? Not necessarily. I can do that at home, but how can I go in and serve and help other children? How can I help the teacher? And in turn, how can I help the community serving also looks like, how do I plug in? To community, you know, I think a lot of times in today's age, people will go into their own silos. You know, you kind of go to work. Life is busy. If you have children, activities are like, you know, everywhere. So by the time you get home, you're ready to just kind of be at home, Mm. you know? So I'm like, okay, how can I plug into different things in the community so that I can begin to build community and continue with building relationships in the community. So, serving on boards, volunteering in organizations like how can I help? And that doesn't have to look like a year-long or a three-year-long commitment. It could look like, you know what? This month I can volunteer once. What organization can I can I help? And it's just something that I've I've always pretty much kind of thought about and grew up, you know, within my family, my my mother And my father always had us involved in community and involved in church, involved in activities and helping. And it was just something that has always stuck with me. So I'm like, you know what? We can talk about things that need to change in our community. We can talk about, you know, things that need to get better in this area or that area or the other. And it can be overwhelming because you feel like one person. But the amazing thing is that you are one person. And you can just pick one area where you really can use your skill set, your strengths, and bring to that one area in your community and serve your community well and help to uplift your community. And that is something I think is so vital and so important that I try to, you know, bring into communities that I'm a part of. Yeah,
0: I love this. And the example that you're setting in your own family, in the community in all of these organizations, it matters. Like I'm making up that this matters a lot because I'm thinking of even in my own upbringing, my dad was the same way. He was like, we have to participate in the community cleanup. We have like, we volunteered all the time. And my dad didn't have a lot of extra time on his hands. But We definitely gave up the one day off to go and take the old Willie's Jeep to clean up and literally clean fields and garbage and just, I'm going to call it the icky poo stuff, right? And yet we did it. And I look at, I had that sense of needing to give back. Our kids now have that sense and your kids do I know yes. they already do they're oh my gosh your kids are amazing and they're so polite I just have to tell you your kids are so polite
1: <laughs> remind <laughs> when, me about that and the next time I have to get onto that.
0: <laughs> okay I will because every time I run into them they're like so polite so what you're naturally taking us to of course is leadership and serving because what you're talking about with communities you are demonstrating leadership already talk to me more about this leadership piece yeah,
1: when I, when I think of being a leader, I don't necessarily think about, you know, how can I lord over people? You know, I, I don't think that is something that is conducive to a healthy environment for any organization, for any family, for any team. I think what you have to think about is how can I serve the people that I'm leading well and how can I provoke them to become great leaders as well. And you do that in, in a lot of different ways. One would be through mentorship, mentoring. If it's, you know, mentoring young women, which is something I I love getting an opportunity to do, um, mentoring uh, people that you supervise, and that is coaching them. That is helping them not just say, oh, you got it wrong this time, or not just with the questions about, is this accurate or not? But also with the encouragement even more, you know, you're doing an amazing job and I'm not just, you know, blowing out smoke, you know, I am observing what's happening. And because I am serving you in my leadership role, I have, you know, really a duty and a responsibility to guide you and to help you and to encourage you and to challenge you. And to be able to say, okay, you can do this, we can move forward together, we can collaborate together, and you'll do great. Yeah.
0: You know, as you're saying this, one thing that really just feels like it needs to be underlined is that when people feel safe, you're able to have that container of leadership because then when you're showing, you know, maybe we can look at doing it this way, or maybe this might be something we should consider, it's safe. Yes. And somebody's, okay, so you know what? That's actually a great idea. I wasn't sure how to do it better, and I wasn't sure how to ask for what I needed, but because this is safe, you can actually help people move forward, and people want to move forward when they feel that way. And people want to, and
1: people want to know, again, that it is a safe place, and they want to know that they're heard. Yeah. Not just that you sat down in a meeting and you listened to them, but that you really heard their concern or their feedback or whatever, whatever it is, they want to know that. And so when I am serving others in, in leadership, if it's with the organization I lead or with my family, I'm like, okay, what do you think? I want to get feedback from you. I do understand that I have to make the decision. However, I know that there are some strengths that you bring that I don't have. There's a perspective that you have that I don't have. Um, I meet uh, with my staff uh, one-on-one and as I first started meeting with them, I said, okay, there are a few things I want to ask you about. One, I said, well, first, let me tell you a little more about me. And then it's like, okay, I want to know who are you? You know, who's Ebony Warren? Tell me a little bit about her. And then I want to know what you do from where you sit because I can look at a gazillion job descriptions that are so wonderfully packaged and read about what you do. However, if I'm looking at a cube, I'm seeing one side, but there's a whole nother, there's multiple sides of that that I don't get to see. So tell me, inform me about how it looks from where you sit because as a leader, I don't think I'm expected to have all of the answers. If I have all of the answers, there's no need for me to have anybody else to help. Yeah. But because I know that great leaders don't have all of the answers, but they know how to find the answers and they know how to lean on people who are around them. Whether that's me leaning on my husband as my spouse to help us make decisions, me even leaning on my children. And I'm trying to do something in the house that I don't know how this thing works. (laughs) But it just it it helps you and it helps people to really find joy in working with you as you are able to display the joy that you have in serving and leading them. Yeah,
0: You know, I just think about if we could just take all of that and even move it into our world and the way that we're holding conversations in our world right now. And really have a safe container to have these conversations that are not always easy to have. And moving our own agendas aside to say, okay, let me really seek to understand what you are saying. And let me seek to understand what's happening in your perspective. And, you know, you and I sat down for a beautiful tea together one afternoon to just have a conversation to say, help me understand a little bit more about some of these things, because I need some education. I need some awareness building here. And I found that to be so encouraging and uplifting because it felt like, okay, I had better understandings of some things than I did before we sat down to tea. And hopefully you did too. Yes. Yes, for sure. And that's where it's these conversations. That's leadership. Right? And it comes from every level. Right? It doesn't just, it's not a top down thing at all. Leadership is a way of being. Yes. And it's the same thing. Leadership is a way of being. Serving is a way of being. Joy is a way of being. And when we can focus in on the being and not just doing, right, it shifts everything. It shifts
1: everything. And it's amazing at how much joy you can find after you've begun doing those things, after you have those hard conversations. And everybody actually came together and disagreed. And it was a safe place, and you still felt like, exhale, this yeah. is good. Yeah. It's because you can find joy in that as you are, you know, communicating and, and working together in your family, in your community, and through leadership. Yeah,
0: Amen. Oh, Ebony, I feel like there's so much more we could talk about. But unfortunately, there's that thing called time. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Darn that time sometimes. Right? <laughs> yeah, speaking of serving, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, Ebony, thanks so much for joining us today. I learned a lot. I always learn more about you every time you come in. And just thank you for sharing your thoughts with us today on Serving and Joy. Oh, gosh, Deb, you are amazing. I'm am so grateful for your show. Thank you so
1: yeah. much for all of the work you do in the community, and beyond. This has been amazing.
0: Yeah, you are amazing, my friend. Thank you so much. We also want to thank Philip Elke for coming in today and engineering today's program. Again, thank you to Ebony Warren, our very special guest today. And we want to thank you for choosing to listen today and remind you to live, share, and lead with joy. This is Deb McGregor.